BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Here's what's trending on the Big Party Morning Show on channel 94.1. iPhone is going to have a new, uh, you know, Apple's going to have a new iPhone out later this year. And, of course, all the Apple people are very excited to know what's going to be different. And I guess the cameras are going to be completely revamped on the lower end ones. On the lower end ones? All right. Yeah, right now, like, basically, if you have, like, an iPhone Plus model, you get that better camera. And so now they're saying uh, the lower end iPhone, like, just the iPhone 15 um, they'll have they'll be equipped with this megapixel rear camera lens that's basically the same as like if you bought the higher end model. And, and so, Seth Meyers and Cecily Strong will be talking about it incessantly on a Verizon commercial, which they're like every every other commercial now. Yeah, yeah they are. It's insane. like, hey Seth, hey Cecily, like, right? Yes, mm-hmm. jamming down your throat. You're like, who on earth doesn't have an iPhone? I, that is a good question. Um, People who are droid users. I mean, Samsung's still in the race. They've got some good offerings. But, yeah, once you switch over it's easier. to Apple, it's just, it becomes, like, they make it so easy. They're like, okay. Everything links to it. Everything, yeah, we know how it works. But, yeah, new better so the, camera. It's always a better camera. So the big thing is, is that the iPhone Pro models are the ones that, you know, usually you have to pay for that really, you know, good high-end camera. And they're saying now with just the Plus and the regular ones, they're going to add that megapixel camera. And I guess the Pro models no longer going to feature solid-state buttons. They're going to redesign everything. It'll be a titanium frame and a bionic chip. It's like just bananas. Basically, it's like... It's a Terminator. uh Uh-huh. In your your paw. In your pants. (laughs) Ooh. You got a Terminator in your pants. Are you happy to see me? I guess that didn't work well. Um, Um, Tipping people are having to be, uh, having to make that decision whether to tip more and more. Um, And I guess one of the things is, you know, we see iPads, speaking of apples, stationed in spots ranging from coffee shops to airports, all that kind of stuff. And they have the automatic prompt. What would you like to leave, uh, leave? And it's leading to tipping fatigue. And I guess one of the things is is that there's starting to be pushback. So um, Americans actually are tipping more than they have previously. You know, some of those big um, companies, Square is one of them, and Toast. Those are like the usual, the the software interfaces that you deal with when they switch the iPad around you and go, go ahead and sign. And it says like 15, 20, 25%. You're like, I'm just buying a water. Yeah, but it's a young person working there. I always feel like, you know, I'm lucky to be able to. Uh, eat at a restaurant. Sure. Um, it just you don't know what to tip I, at. I get it. that Catholic guilt, you know, because you're there eating, they're working. Well, all right, so I went somewhere the other day, and I just picked up, like, two, like, uh, cinnamon rolls or whatever, and I, I tipped on it. But it did cross my mind. I'm like, well, you just handed me two rolls, and actually I gave them to you when you rung it up, and then you yeah. just put it in a bag. There are times like that so where like, we recently stayed at a um, a hotel 
and went to, you know, like they'll have like the little convenience store there at the hotel and you're just grabbing like water and things like that. And they automatically added like a 15% tip. I'm like, for for what? Like it's a, it's, it would be like going to quick shop or Casey's. Like I went and I grabbed a, a, a vitamin They automatically water. charged you a tip? Yes. You had to decline the tip. Like you had to actually ta- wow. say like no tip. They're like, okay. I mean, if you want to be like that, I'm like, I do. <laughs> tip the wrong people. Like, I feel like you should be tipping when you get a human at a grocery store. They work hard. They do. They got a bag. The people at the register working their butt off. It's Why like, don't we tip them? I'm yeah, sure the store doesn't want the policy. They don't want it doing anything yeah. that hurts the bottom line, right? Yeah. So yeah. They don't want you to feel uncomfortable, but because I mean, if I mean that's how I made money growing up was bagging groceries. I got tips for that. Yeah, yeah I when never you took thought them out. of that. I mean, the, the person who handed me my or bagged up the uh, cinnamon rolls did less work than a person at a grocery it, store. It's not so like they're not weird. working or they're lazy or something. No. They have a job. Yeah, it's a job, but they but need does it... t- tips to you know make it worthwhile working there. Well, I think that that then little. then that's the question: Why are businesses putting that responsibility? On the customer, as opposed to just paying well, you guys a livable work wage. That, that, that um, industry, and Jeff just said it, they're not making that much money. No, for full service restaurants, you're not. But I'm, I'm saying like we're talking like coffee shops, places like this where, you know, we're used to maybe seeing a tip jar if somebody's making you a drink and something like that. But I mean, you're seeing tipping at more and more places where it's self service. I mean. Seriously, somebody is literally just ringing you up like you did all, all of the heavy lifting. You picked They're up. They're like, actually, you should tip me. <laughs> no, but it's just You a should strange... flip it around back to them and go, send the tip my way, buddy. How about a goes, discount? What? He can't help his own arm as he puts $5 in your pocket. <laughs> like, Thank you. Appreciate it. It's, it's becoming prevalent in places where we never saw it before. I mean... It's fine, you know, when you're talking about like, oh, you know, sandwich shops or places like that. But tipping is starting to show up in places, uh, you know, businesses where we never thought of it would be, you know, whether it's like a a shopping experience. It's not just uh, restaurants anymore. You're seeing it everywhere. Omaha has been ranked as one of uh, a great city to start a career in. Guess who? Wallet Hub has ranked Omaha 42nd compared to other large cities for uh, things like quality of life, availability of entry-level jobs, starting salaries. Lincoln also made the list. They came in 76th. They say the best city to start a career is Atlanta, Georgia. Atlanta, Georgia. And the Mm. worst is New York City. Uh, Warren Buffett sold off the remaining shares of the world's largest chip maker. So this is getting people paying attention. Um, He has sounded the alarms about this home base uh, of Taiwan. What's the chip? So it's this company called Taiwan Semiconductor Manufacturing Company. They're the biggest one in the world. They're the largest one. And in recent weeks, uh, Buffett has express concerns over the future of Taiwan. It doesn't have to do with the industry. It has to do with the uncertainty of the region. Okay. Um, China China taking them over. mm -hmm. So the move, I guess, completes the exit 
by one of the world's most watched investors. I mean, everyone's like, okay, well, Berkshire Hathaway is getting out. Like, what does that say for everyone else? Because back in February, they had sold off like 86%. And then I guess they finished on the filing that came in yesterday that they no longer have any um, stake in, in, the tem- the, in the semiconductors over there. And it all has to do with the region. Everyone's been talking about what's going on, like whether or not Taiwan can still operate independently or if China's making overtures to like go in and, and take and that it. Would, mm-hmm, it's and mine. That would, I honestly thought that you guys, are, when, when you said that, he sold off the uh, last shares of a chip maker. I thought it was like Frito Lay. Chocolate chips. Yeah, <laughs> you got worried. I know. I thought it was potato You're like, chips. Chocolate chips? No. <laughs> Where'd they go? Does that mean the price no. bubble's gonna no, pop? All chocolate chips come from Taiwan. No, I That's why China wants to take chips. them over. They love chocolate chips. Delicious. All wars are based on chocolate. Oh, I'll bet. Just give them the chocolate. There's actually a book called The Chocolate Wars. Is there really? All yeah, right. but it's it's kind of a funny book about um, uh, competing Jeff kids in it? high school. <laughs> Jeff. Is that the only reason, the only way you'll pick it up? It's the only way we're going to get party to read it. Oh, stop. Oh, oh look oh. at you. It's National <laughs> Mimosa Day. Oh, get your mimosas. Mm-hmm. It's funny that it would be today. Yeah, it should have been Sunday. Mm-hmm. Sunday had to have been one of the most banner days for a mimosa. Like, all the moms were out for Mother's Day, all at the type of restaurants that serve mimosas. Yeah. It was a pinky up day. Woo. Absolutely. Just a, and just a, a whisper. How do you like your mimosa? Some they always people... put it in the smallest glass. Might as well be a shot glass. We're like, this is good. You take a sip and you're like, I feel like an alcoholic, but can I order more, more at the same time? <laughs> Why doesn't it come in a pitcher? I, I guess that would be... Making it not as sophisticated, right? Sometimes what you can do is is like I've been to places where you'll order the bottle, like it they'll bring they'll bring the sparkling over and a thing of juice and you serve yourself. Ooh. Like it's just, you know, so that way because I've been to places where they have like a mimosa bar. And so in addition to orange juice, there's like pear nectar and like peach stuff and things like so you can have all kinds of different mimosa takes that you want i mean i i like just a whisper of orange juice oh so you like to Basically, load it she's up just drinking champagne yeah exactly okay. <laughs> there's an amy schumer bit where she's ordering it she's like can i get a mimosa but can you um can you hold the orange juice and he's like so you want a glass of champagne she's like oh she's like, I want okay <laughs> just set the bottle on the table you're drinking like elton john Mm. Mimosa day. Well, I guess everybody get out and get some mimosas. Delicious. It is weird. It's on a Tuesday. I know. It doesn't seem very mimosa-y. I mean, Uh, it seems like it should be a Sunday. All right. We'll be right back. Hang on. You're listening to the Big Party Morning Show on Channel 94.1. You're listening to the Big Party Morning Show on Channel 94.1. Happy day to you. Tomorrow, between 7 and 8, once again, pink tickets. Tune in. So there is this viral thing. I couldn't help but take it. It's um, a food disgust test. It aims at whether or not, like, it it breaks down, like, how, what your level of tolerance is and, like, what your triggers are as far as, like, food that you're like, nope. How picky, how finicky. Exactly. 
So it's like a food disgust sensitivity test. And it's kind of an interesting little look. I mean, the questions that they ask are sort of, it's not exactly what I expected. Um, And so, you know, I ended up taking this test and I scored actually pretty well. I guess my food disgust level is low. It's like at 35%. But we think you seem finicured. Right. Does that mean you've got a good palate? I think it's just the stuff that skeeves me out isn't necessarily like, like, for example, like they ask you questions about, okay, would you eat a piece of cheese if it had mold on it and you'd cut the mold off? Yes. 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 I would as well. I mean, and so it's like things like that where it's interesting, like, okay, you're eating a salad at a restaurant and you find a snail in it. Do you keep eating it? Uh, No. I don't think I could, I, unless snails came with it. I think I would just eat around it. I mean, and if you, you saw, eat like... around a snail, like a... Well, yeah. you eat, live well, snail? I mean, what I found, what I found was interesting is, is I'm wondering if having worked in a restaurant kitchen made me a lot more, like, eh. Well, like, how like, often do you guys drop you. food in the kitchen and you pick it right up? All the time? And I have dogs. I mean, the rules apply different in theory if you're <clears> cooking for someone else. But if I'm just, it's just me. Yeah. Yeah. It's wild, wild west. I mean, I see people, um, like, they drop something off off of their uh, fork or whatever onto the table, and then they take the, the food, and, and that, now it's just wasted food. I don't care. I, that thing's going we back in my mouth. We call that food. Yeah. yeah it's we call back that in my mouth. I don't care in a different area. <laughs> All right, so what I if just... you're sitting outside in a park, and uh-huh. you drop some food onto the park bench, would you throw it away, or would you eat it? Uh, I mean, a park bench. Come yeah. on, dude. Yeah, dude. That could have been like somebody's That's bed for the night. Okay, because I wouldn't bathroom. eat that. Yeah, I wouldn't eat that. All right. How often are you eating on a park bench? I have, I've done it before, Jeff. I I sometimes go to that baseball park by the house and I sit and eat lunch. <laughs> Alone. <laughs> yeah, Just when it's a nice hanging day. Out. Yeah, when it's a nice day, why not? Live but it's bit. it's interesting. Okay, so some of these, so it's thirty two questions. All right, give us a couple. That's of more them. of a clean. You guys are kind yeah. of breaking down a cleanliness thing. I thought this would be the flavor profile. Okay. So there's Taste all sorts buds. of stuff. So this is the thing. Um, do you consider it gross to eat raw fish like sushi? No, no, obviously. No, is it nauseating to have a whole fish, including its head, served to you on a plate? No, no. I mean, those are some of the ones. Wouldn't be something you would prefer, but. We've all done it. Usually when they are, played it, it's pretty neat. Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. It looks cool. I love it. Like when um, I've gone to places where it's like the the full red snapper or what is it, Burundi, you know, yeah, like know. you go and it's just like, oh, my gosh, especially it's just it's such a cool look. See, Wileen won't do it. The wife will not do it with she won't even eat the same table if I was eating something like that with her. I think part you of know. didn't you make a uh, pork? Half with the face. You had pork cheek and the eyes were in oh, it. Oh, yeah. I made a uh, yeah. pork head. Yeah. Uh, a pig head. It's just half of it. That's where um, you're getting close to the limit for some people. Yeah, and I served it. You're supposed to, uh, instead of taking the meat out of the skull, um, you're supposed to bring it, you know, the cheek meat and all that stuff, just dig it out and make tacos. Uh-huh. No one liked it but me. Um, so, yeah, I it was a little I guarantee weird, you but... that you're going to score, uh, you're going to have very low food disgust. I know. I've eaten everything. The only thing I don't like is uh, is that chicken feet that we had. 
And that's a texture thing for me. And I normally don't have issues like that. It just wasn't good. Like, would you eat an apple if you saw, like, let's say you took a bite out of an apple and on the other side you saw there was a caterpillar. Would you throw it out? No, you just <laughs> cut through. You cut the bad part out. Yeah. I, and that was a lot of it. I mean, that was a lot of the questions, Jeff, okay. where it was kind of like, there are people where it's like, that is it. I mean, there are some people where it's like, I will throw out the entire bag yeah. because there was one bad apple where yeah. I am someone where I'm like, eh, just not that side. I mean, right, so how about get this? to this side. All right. Would you, all right, you get a cake uh-huh. right, at a restaurant, whatever. And when you cut open to it, there's a long hair that kind of snakes and through it. Do you yep. pull the hair out and keep eating it or do you, yes. are you done with it? Yeah, unless it's a squiggly. No. Okay. Yeah. For the most part, we can power through. You pretend yeah. you didn't see it, but if you're like, all right, that's just friggin' gross. Yeah. Okay. You just you know where the ghost you out. Yeah. That, but I mean, it's I, like I it's been cooked. That. You know what I mean? It's like it's been cooked. Like it's fine. Like it's kind of one of those things where hair doesn't freak me out, and like unless Jeff, like he said, like it's a, it's a, a squiggly. squiggly. Yeah. But see, like a long hair, like if you pull that out, it happens. Yeah. Like you know what I mean? Like I'm not gonna catch anything from you. Like it's not. I mean, is it my favorite thing in the world? Absolutely not. No, just, no I know, but no, just but wondering like, if you finished the, the meal. Or you, welcome you, to hairnets, <laughs> where that's the whole thing. We don't wear hairnets. <laughs> Pulling the hair out of his mouth. Yeah, out of the teeth. Oh, yeah. Ugh. But sometimes you can find a hair and you're like, I'm fine. And you keep powering and then you find another one. You're like, come on. Dude. Yeah, that's when you really do hit the, <laughs> what are we like, doing never mind. There? Getting haircuts. <laughs> No nope. kitchen. Yeah, I hear you. you know, I know. I think uh, what you got it. What you have to push out of your mind is all the bad things that you know you're eating that you're never going to be aware of. Oh, dude, like I don't if, even want to know. I'll be at yeah. a restaurant and I'll imagine the chef's hands, like where his hands were today when his journey started. Yeah. Mm-hmm. See. Yes. Right. The one thing that I grosses know, me out. Like, guess this. They. Meatballs, prime example. You take your brain to those spots. So, like, yeah, we're may, we're way more hardened. Yes. Uh, hair I would definitely say, I mean, like, for me, one of the things, one of the questions, and I've actually had this happen, and it was, like, one of those, like, nope, I've not gone back to that restaurant since. And it was an open kitchen, so we were sitting there, and you're watching them cook. And this, one of the oh, sous no. chefs took a spoon, tasted one of the sauces, and then put the soon spoon back in the sauce. I was like, we're done. Oh, so that we are gets you, done. Huh? I bet yeah. you that's oh. pretty common, though. I mean, it happens all the yeah. time. But it's different when you see it. Yes. Like, you know what I mean? Like, maybe that happens. That's fine. If I have to be freaked out by that, I'd never eat out again. But the fact that you did that on an open line yeah. says yeah. to me, like, what else is going on? Like, the fact that you're not aware of the fact that I am sitting two feet in front of you. I mean, we're talking yeah. and you're yeah. doing this. I think Gross. to be a foodie is is to not have much food discuss, if that's what you're saying this test is. I think most people are finicky. And yeah. they hold on to childhood yeah. habits. See, it would... And it's illogical. It was like me with meatloaf. When it... I, There's nothing wrong with my mom's meatloaf. It's just when I ate it, it just was too much. And now you like uh, it. Ground beef. I can't, oh, it's amazing. Yeah. Meatloaf is amazing. Oh, don't say it again because I'll make it. I don't know what I can't eat. <laughs> I know. I'll eat anything. And I was an extremely finicky kid where I couldn't eat. I wouldn't eat anything. Yeah. My thing is. I think we're just fat. I think so. It, man, it's all good. <laughs>
All right, Molly, last one. You're at the uh, cat cafe. You get a salad, and there's a cat turd in it. You finished the salad? Absolutely not. That's actually dangerous. <laughs> I mean, that's dangerous. Yes, you all live, but yet you all live with cats. <laughs> and those cats walk around in that litter box. Oh, Jeff. And then they're standing on the kitchen table. <laughs> no, they, they clean themselves quite a bit. Oh, no, that's open water. All right. <laughs> We're going to get to Molly's Minute next. <laughs> What's coming up, Molly? Britney Spears, her boys are done. They apparently haven't talked to her in a long that's time. Sad. All right, that's next. Hang on. You're listening to the Big Party Morning Show on Channel 941. You're listening to the Big Party Morning Show on Channel 941. Another doggone Tuesday. Oh. We've got Juniper. Ah, Juniper. Uh, Pam brought in Juniper today. Juniper's on the last page. If Thank people you. People want to go to nehumanesociety.org and click on Adopt a Dog. Go to the dogs and go to that that 17th page. Juniper's right there. It's a good photo. It looks like a graduation photo. You know, <laughs> I hear the pomp and circumstance. <laughs> really. I can hear it. Dun, 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 dun. You know, you see some of those kids, and you're like, "Oh, that's a smart yeah. kid. They're going to do great things." So you've graduated. Juniper is a Great Dane. She is. She's a. Uh, they say Great Dane, and, and she's got Catahoula coloring, so she's beautiful. She's kind of a um, blue merle in her face. Yeah, and, um, has white feet and is a darker kind of a dark gray black. We'll share a photo on our Facebook page. Yeah. You can see a beautiful dog, uh, Juniper. She is. Uh, so tell us about Juniper. What, what's what's the deal? So I snagged her out of playgroup this morning. I was looking in her kennel like, oh, shoot, I really wanted to take her because I'd like to get her some exposure. And um, I went out and she was in playgroup. She likes the dainty group because Ooh. she's not a big, oh, let's, you know, chest bump. And, you know, even though she's 85 pounds, she plays with the dainties. And okay. um, <laughs> she she's good in playgroup. She likes to playgroup, but she shouldn't live with another dog. And be, uh, I'll tell you, the reason why she was... Um, surrendered to us was because she was fighting with the other dog and Aww. um she can resource guard and so that is like um once she gets comfortable and she's a little shy she was shy with you guys she's warming up yeah but she's a little shy especially with men um once she warms up then it's like oh this is my house this is what i'm oh sorry honey i'm standing on her um this is what i'm guarding and um so she can resource guard so i think it was you know getting into spats with the other dog over food, food and, and bones and, and toys stuff. and stuff okay. like that and that's so, normal for dogs right resource guarding is like this is my stuff and and, uh-huh. it, and, it, and it can be definitely depending on the type of dog that it is if it's like a guardian type of a dog especially um but sometimes that doesn't work with other dogs in the house yeah. so she's i know and i was Jeff's trying to get her over there, and I was standing on her leash, so she was trying to move, and she couldn't. I'm like, oh, shoot. Um, she's a lovely Dane, though. She would probably be great in a home that's a little quieter, doesn't have a lot of visitors, because it does take her a minute to warm up, so she kind of wants to feel comfortable. Okay. And anytime you'd have, like, new people and lots of noise, she would probably be like, whoa, I'm just going to go over here and not, you know, socialize. Sweet girl. One-on-one, though, yeah, Molly. She's She is she's all great. about, like, coming up leaning on you, getting pets and getting love. And it's funny because the dog walkers were telling me, um, especially the women, they'll take her out and then, you know, they'll walk for a little bit and then they sit down on a bench and they let her lean and cuddle and pet and do all that. Well, now that's her routine. She she goes right to the bench. I mean, like, we'll pull you to the bench and then hop up on it like, okay, 
where's my cuddle time? Yeah. Oh, how funny. So she is, she's super sweet. Um, Probably an apartment wouldn't be good either just because there's so many new people. You see so many unknown people in okay. an apartment complex. So a, yard. so a home with a yard where she's comfortable and she can kind of be on her own and playing outside because she does like to bebop around. Okay. Um, but again, um, we've had her out in play groups and she's she's good with the smaller dogs and the ones that don't play quite as roughly. Um, and it's just, she's, oh my gosh, she's such a love. I just love this dog. But she needs kind of a specific home. Okay. A little quieter, probably adults. Um Kiddos have a tendency to want to grab toys and bones and stuff. And while she's not had any issues with people, we would hate to set her up for that because we know that she is a resource guarder with other dogs. Okay. So, yeah. She's spayed. She's already spayed. Yep. Absolutely. Uh, About 70-some pounds, year, almost just under two years old. Just under two years old. She's also got all of her shots, rabies shot, kennel cough. She's ready. Good to go. Ready for a home. And she's been at the shelter for a little while, and I think it's because, it's funny, we have Dane people, and a lot of Danes are super social with other Danes. And so they're like, oh, my gosh, I want to get her with my, you know. And it's like, yeah, she's not good living with other dogs. She can socialize with other dogs, and that's... That's on a, you know, you kind of want to ease her into that. She can socialize with other dogs, but she doesn't want to live with them. Okay. All right. So if you're looking for a... uh Oh, yeah. Awesome dog. Oh, my God. This is the one for sure. Yeah, Pam, how right? much time have you spent with with this uh, Juniper dog? Not a lot. I mean, she... I snagged her out of playgroup, but I'm her person. Yeah, right she's really today. taking oh. to you. I'm her person right now, and I think that's because I'm the, I'm the one. She's like, okay, this is a new environment. I'm going to go back to what I know, which is currently you, lady, because you're the one that put me in the car. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm with you. This is where we're hanging out, yeah. right? It's a cool dog, and oh. it's a loving dog. So, yeah, we'll we'll post it on our Facebook page and everything like that, but you can also go to anyhumanesociety.org. What page is she on, Jeff? She's uh, on the uh, final page. Final page. 18th, 18th right. last page, page yeah. All and right. I think she'd be great with somebody that's just looking 17. for a gentle dog, kind of hanging out, good walker. Um, She can pull a little bit, but a good walker and okay. just a really nice dog. But again, can't be with other dogs and probably not little kids either. So okay. Think about that, people. Right. There's 17 pages of dogs right now. So yeah. there's a lot of great selection of dogs available at the main society. Um, and again, what's the process if somebody wanted to come out and look at dogs today? Come on out noon. We're open noon on weekdays and then 10 to ten to 4 on, on Saturdays because we close at 5, and so we want to get you through the process. So 10 to 4 for adoption applications, and then noon to 6 for adoption applications. We usually close 7, 7.30 around there. And uh, you can come on out, look. Um, if you check the website and then you come to the shelter and you don't see the dog that you're looking for, it doesn't mean it's gone. If it's on the website, it's still available. You want to read lower because it might be in foster care, or it could be in one of the back kennels because we have 17 pages. We have 50 public-facing kennels. Okay. We have like 100 and whatever, 15 dogs. So some of them are in back kennels that aren't really publicly accessible just because of the way the shelter is set up. So, um, But if you have a dog and you're like, wow, I really want to meet this dog, then they can go and and uh, let you meet it. So if you see it on the website but you don't come into the shelter and you don't see it in a public-facing kennel, that, that means it doesn't mean it's not there. Okay. So All right. I didn't know in. that. Absolutely. So if I yeah, if yeah, I yeah. was just random, Joe just gets in there, and I'm like, "Do you have any other kennels I can see? You, you, you they can get in those." Well, we we can bring dogs out. It's tough to get in just because we we've okay. got dogs stashed everywhere because we have so many. Oh, right. Man. So some of them are in. So and some of them are actually in another building. So okay. it's one of those things where it's like, okay. Who are you interested in? And we kind of get them go, yep, yeah, we can get that dog okay. out to see you. So, so let us try to do that. First. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, absolutely. Right. And that then, makes sense. But you can come in and see anybody that you want to, and you can adopt same day. 
Okay, go get Juniper. Yeah. Oh, Juniper. she's sweet. The Juni. How did it go with the, with the cats, with the kitties last week? Oh, the kitten shower was a blast. Was we it? had so much okay. fun kitty painting, kitty boxing. It was a blast. I think that we got almost $20,000 <laughs> worth of um, goods and also um, donations to help those kittens. So that'll Ooh. be perfect. We got a lot of kitten milk replacer, got a lot of snuggle safes, got things we really use um, okay. for the foster parents. So it was wonderful, and we so thank our community. Did you get puppies for- in there? Every we, now and then, we or? do, but not as often as you would think. Okay, all um, right. We um, there are people that that have pups. I think a lot of times try to adopt them out themselves, and yeah. then when they get to be six months, then they come to us. So we don't have tiny puppies. We do get youngsters in a lot, but we okay. don't have a lot of the tiny litters. Marty oh, wants a, a puppy bath. I want a puppy bath. I want them to crawl all over me. Oh, buddy. Oh, oh, I just want to lay there and have them just. Just take care of me. Right. Okay. Next time we get a litter in, I'm Bobby. calling you. I'll be like, come on out here and socialize these beasts. All right, go check out Jun- yes. Juniper. Juniper. Go get Juniper. Anything else going on uh, you want to hit on at the Humane Society? Just, uh, gosh, we've got a lot, a lot, a lot of dogs. Okay. So if All people right. want to come. And we're starting to get kittens. So if you've been looking for kittens, check our website as well. Okay. We do have cats at PetSmart. Sometimes the kitties go to PetSmart. A lot of them are still in foster, but they're going to be coming back in the next month. Okay. Is this your busy part of the season? When do people usually get a dog? You right know, it's, summer, it starts spring? to pick up. starts to pick up now. So summer is way busier than winter. Yeah. Okay. So go to anyhumanedecided.org. It could and, be a nice uh, summer oh. project for the kid, right? They're going to yeah. take care of a dog. Yeah. Absolutely. Because we all made that promise. We were like, I'll oh, walk yes. it every day. I'll feed it. <laughs> I'll take him out every day. And parents, parents are just like, be ready. I don't know about that. <laughs> yeah. Just be ready. It is your dog. Yeah, uh-huh. it is. Thanks, yeah. fam. Thank you. We'll be back. Hang on. Weekdays from 5 to 10, it's the Big Party Morning Show. Only on Channel 94.1. 1, 2, 3, 4. Those are numbers. But you already knew that. If you want to know what number you're going to pay each month for your car, use Kelly Blue Book My Wallet on AutoTrader. They're really good at numbers. AutoTrader.